be aware a pumpkin head unless you're tired of living. His enemies is mostly dead and he's mean and unforgiven. Do I look like someone who cares what God thinks? There's something out there waiting for us and it ain't no man. Coffee drinker, huh? Maybe we can grab some coffee? I'd love a fresh cup of coffee. Here, drink this coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. Oh, so am I. One might say we're in it together. Hi, my name is Jerry. I love horror movies, but I don't really like the taste of coffee. Hi, my name is John, and I love horror movies, and I love coffee. Welcome to Coffee Flavored Horror, where we talk about the good, the bad, the horrifying, and the horrifyingly cheesy. Speaking of horrifyingly cheesy, let's get to the talking with Jerry and John. Hey, Jerry. Yes? How far would you go for vengeance? Push me and find out. Oh. Would you go to a pumpkin patch? Would you dick up a body? Would you take it to a witch? Probably not again. Let's talk about Pumpkinhead. <laughs> yes. Pumpkinhead from 1988. <laughs> One of my favorite 80s movies. I love Pumpkinhead. It's a great movie directed by Stan Winston. It's got Lance Henriksen from Aliens in the lead. It's got Jeff East, who played young Clark Kent in the Christopher Reeves Superman movies. Um, and a very, very, very young Miam Bialik, who uh, was obviously on Blossom and is Amy Farrah Fowler on Big Bang Theory, playing a very, very, very young uh, Hill Girl. I think this was her first uh, movie. I think it was. This is this is before Beaches and everything else. Right. So the premise of this movie, it starts out in the past that very young Ed Harley is with his family in their house and there's somebody running around outside asking to be let in and his father loads his gun and won't let the man in because he can't help him. There's some sort of creature out there and the guy's complaining, I never touched that little girl. They got, they got it wrong. I'm innocent. Little Ed Harley watches as something drags the man off and kills him. Flash forward to the present and we see Ed and his son Billy live in the backwoods where the local kids sing songs about the mysterious pumpkin head who will get you if you're bad. Ed is a loving father. His son, Billy, is this adorable little, little, little moppet. Of course, some city tourists come to the area. Uh, the very aggressive Joel is out on his motorbike and through a series of accidents, runs Billy down and kills the boy. Joel flees to avoid jail time because it turns out he's caused other accidents. And so Ed talks to the locals and eventually goes to Haggis the Witch to get revenge. Because Ed saw a pumpkin to get, the, get revenge on a man, he wants the same for himself. So the witch has Ed perform a ritual where he has to dig up a corpse in a pumpkin patch, uses some blood, and soon the demon pumpkin had to set loose, hunt down and kill the tourists. Well, did you know the, the guy who plays uh, Ed Harley? Lance Hendrickson. Yes. He wasn't going to actually do the movie. He didn't decide to do the movie until he started reading the script. And that one scene when his dead son sits up and goes, Daddy, what have you done? He said that gave him chills so bad. And that's the reason why he wanted to do the movie. Little Billy is adorable. And Ed suffers through this movie because what he doesn't know is that whenever Pumpkinhead kills somebody, Ed feels the, the killing. Yes. Ed personally experiences killing all these kids one by one by one. And so he decides that he's got to stop this and goes out to try to help the surviving kids who still get picked off one by one. I mean, to be fair, the witch did say there's a price to pay. She did. She did. And damn you, damn you to hell. He already has. He <laughs> yes. already has. And eventually realizes that the only way to stop Pumpkinhead is to kill himself because he, he gets injured. And when he gets injured, Pumpkinhead gets injured. And so he shoots himself enough to slow Pumpkinhead down. And then the surviving girl shoots him in the head and kills him. So he basically bursts in the flame. He gets, he gets involved. There's a fire going on. He gets in the fire. And when the fire dies down, the witch comes, grabs his body, and buries it in, yep. the, in the forest so that he becomes the new corpse for Pumpkinhead. And the cycle continues. It was directed by Stan Winston, who's a special effects guy. He did stuff for Star Wars and a bunch of other things. It's got a really <coughs> iconic looking monster. I liked it. Oh, we forgot one of the best actors in this entire movie. Gypsy the dog. Gypsy the dog. It's the same dog as that's in uh, Gremlins. I don't remember the dog from Gremlins oh, at all. 
Gypsy has a bigger role in this one, I think. But yes, I Gypsy, think so too. Gypsy does some cool stuff in this. Some of the little factoids. I think you said that, uh, didn't you say that the cabin was used in other movies? Yes, uh, the the cabin that the, the kids run off to after they horribly run down a, a, the small child. Yes. It's actually in uh, Friday the 13th. It's also in what? Is it Eraser? Yes, it's the cabin in uh, the movie Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like that movie. It is a good movie. And good. It's good. It's also in My Girls 2. My Girl 2. I don't My think Girl I've too. seen My Girl 2. You're not missing much. I didn't think so. <laughs> That one didn't well, get me as well. They use this cabin all over the place. So yeah. one, it's in it's in Kelly Gulch in Topanga, California. Okay. And uh it's been in Parks and Rec. It's been in Friday the thirteenth, the final chapter. Ed Gein. I don't know what that is. The other one's Ed Gein is a, a Ed, serial killer. He's, he's uh, okay. Ed, Ed Gein is the inspiration for, for Leatherface. Leatherface. He's, oh, okay. he's, he's he's the actual guy who like killed people, ate them, well, skinned them and wore their, wore their he skins. Did a, he, I think he only really killed two people. Yeah. And I think the rest of the time he was digging up graves and stuff. And he made a nipple belt. Some nice little things like like Pumpkinhead's face gradually begins to resemble uh, Ed Harley's more and more. And, yes. And towards, towards the end. end it, it really almost looks like it. And towards the end, Ed looks more and more like Pumpkinhead. Yes, he has those weird eyes. Mm-hmm. The black uh, eyes like a doll's. <laughs> this movie did a good, just, just has some good, uh, some good storytelling. Before ahead, we move yeah. any further. Go ahead. Another thing I found out was uh, when he's paying the witch. Yeah. All those silver coins and dollars he finds. Yes. He actually went out to banks and stores by himself to get them all. There was more props. Oh, those were actually Lance Hendrickson's real money. Yeah. That's that cool. He actually went out and, he, oh, I, and I want to do this for the movie. And he actually got it all. And I guess how he was saying that after he, you know, he poured them all in the coins, you know, the little basket she has, a bunch of them fell on the floor. He's like, they're probably still at the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about the good parts of this movie. First of all, it just has a good story. Adam and Billy are great. You feel the love this father has for his son. Mm-hmm. He loves his son. He's still a little strict with him, which is, which is fine. Right. Yeah. Which, which you should be with kids. Like, like tells the son, you're like, like no feeding the dog at the table kind of right, thing. Right, put it in his bowl. Yep. The tourists each have their own personality. Very quickly, you get to understand who each of the three boys are, each of the three girls are. As a result, when they start acting in the movie, things happen. You have an understanding of what they're doing and what their motivations are. Right. Bunt and his family. Bunt is the, is the young man. His little sister is played by me and Biak. Bunt is the kid who actually takes Ed up to meet Haggis the Witch. <laughs> He's also the one who says the, the, the poem. The poem, yep. Yeah. And uh, Bunt and his family are also very interesting. They're, they're characters in the movie. They're part of the plot. That's a very large family, and I'm pretty sure they're very close with each other. We'll leave that word is. <laughs> That's awkward. Yes. I also like the fact that Pumpkinhead shows up early. You see Pumpkinhead in the opening sequence. Right, you do. Not very well, but you see him. So you've got the monster reveal, which then gives you time to build the story. That's good. Haggis is incredible. I love, yes. Haggis is probably one of the best Wish performances that uh, I have seen in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she I, I love that. Especially when he says, you dare me to hell, you know. And she's like, he's already has. And, <laughs> and Hardy, you know. She has a really good performance. Oh, my only problem, I, I wish she was a little bit, you know, a little bit more in the movie. She tries to talk him out of it, too. Yeah, she, she tells her. Everybody tries to talk yes, him out of it. You don't want to do this. <laughs> this is yeah. not a good thing that's going to happen if you do. Yeah. And he says, nope, this, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The lighting in this movie and the directing in this movie are really good because you've got good pacing. They do a good job of showing you a lot of pumpkin head without actually ever showing you a lot of pumpkin head. Right. You, you get like, just enough. Yeah. Like, uh, I think one of the scenes, uh, he stands above this one woman and you just see his foot. Yes. You know, foot and leg. You know, next scene, you'll see this, uh, like his mid torso. The next thing you see, this is hands and face. And then sometimes you see him whole, his whole body, his whole body holding yeah. somebody up in the air where you see how That's big a- he is. <laughs> the one scene where he's cropped, where he's, where he's sitting in the tree about to drop the kid. Yes. They do a good job with him. He doesn't actually have to move very fast. So that means that they have time to show you him in full relief. 
and give you plenty of detail on his body that you get to see what he can do. Something that, that a lot of movies should do more of, which we will talk about in another episode. He almost kind of uh, has a weird, it's, it's not really a power that he has, but it's almost like a teleportation thing he, he do. But he's there, one thing, and these kids see him and they're running for their lives. But yet he just shows up right where they should be. Well, it's because he's a demon. He's yes, a demon. Yeah, he's a vengeful demon. And the best thing is, he's not really the villain. The no, villain he's in not. this movie is Joel, the guy who runs, who runs the little boy down. I would say there's two villains. Joel and... And Ned. Ed I, Harley. I don't know he, if Ed's, Ed, Ed's he's, the villain. None of this would happen. Yeah, but he, he loves his son. And it's not that they killed his son. It's that they killed his son and then tried and, to flee justice. Okay. Because I think that if they'd stayed, because Joel's, until he has his heel face turn... Joel he is, is an absolute dick. He's an actual dick. Yeah. He's, he's aggressive and verbally abusive to his, to his girlfriend. He's abusive to his little, to his little brother. Once he runs the little boy down, which is an accident. That's the thing. It's yeah. Not, it, it truly is an accident. To be honest, he didn't actually do anything wrong. They were driving a little recklessly, but the little kid did run out into a field to get his dog full, full of motorcycle people. And they came up over a hill and didn't see him. And yeah. And they um, hit him with the bike. And it, but, and if they'd stayed behind and make sure the boy was okay, that would have been one thing, but instead they, they drove off and left him there to die. But once he gets back to the cabin, he pulls a gun on everybody and forces one of the couples yeah, into he, a closet. He throws two people in a closet and locks them in there. So they can't go get help. The one, the one girl tries to call for help and he just pulls a phone cord yep. out the wall. So, so he's a villain. And then once Pumpkin starts killing some of the people there, he realizes this is wrong. I should go turn myself in. Like he's willing to do what he should have done in the first place. So he has a nice little heel face turn. Right. Spoiler it only alert. took a demon for that. Spoiler alert, it doesn't help him. No. <laughs> so it gives you somebody to hate, which is important, I think, because Pumpkinhead being a vengeance demon, you don't like Pumpkinhead, but at the same time, you're like, okay, well, how would I feel if somebody ran down my kid? Well, you did know? you know the original title for this thing was going to be Vengeance the Demon? Pumpkinhead's much better. Yes, it is. So that's what I think was the good. Anything else you want to add to the good? would like to throw one little thing out there. Yeah, please thing. do. Uh, I never knew this. There was a Pumpkinhead video game on DOS. Really? Yes. The steel images look god awful, but I want to play it. <laughs> why do I? Why do I think I can see like a pixelated version of just the pumpkin head head? Oh, it's it's really pixelated. Yeah. For some reason, the he's like gray, and it's really strange. I, I I gotta find more about this game. So let's talk about the bad. The only thing I could say is bad about this pumpkin head is pretty unimaginative in his killings. Most of the people die. By being dragged off, thrown against something, dropped from a high hill. Well, I, see, like I like that. If you're used to slasher films where the slasher does something cool with each death, this could be a letdown. It wasn't for me. Um, and it's also not gory. If you're going into a movie about gore, the blood is, is obviously stage blood. Right. A lot of people show up with just like a scratch on their face or you see a indeterminate body line crumbling off the ground. Not bad, actually, but just that's if I had to pick something bad, I'd say. Pumpkinhead could have been a little more creative with his, with his killings. Yeah, That's about just, it. He's used what he has. He has nothing, really. Yes. He just uses his hands and yep. hands. Yep. I mean, <laughs> he just, you know, grabs someone, throws him around for a while and ends up killing him. That's pretty much it. Uh, that's it, like I said. And which leads us into the cheesy. Do you have anything for the cheesy? I actually have nothing for cheesy for this movie. I have I, nothing for cheesy either. I mean, uh, I don't know if I'm like in, in the norm here or what, but I love this movie. I, I can't think of anything really bad about this movie. I can't think of anything really cheesy about this movie. Yeah. I guess you could say Pumpkinhead. When you see his full body, you could tell it's a giant rubber suit, whatever. But other than that, it's wonderful. It's a great movie. So let's talk about the horrific. My first one was Maggie's death. Maggie's the first girl to die. She goes out <laughs> and gets captured by a pumpkin head. 
and <laughs> she's you think she's dead and she's not yet. And so whatever else is in the house, they're like, where's Maggie? Where's Maggie? And she screams. And then you see Pumpkinhead has her, her head, head. Yes. And, I was, and he's pressing it against the window while she's screaming and dragging her face across. And the you glass. hear the yep. creak as, as her, as her nose and lips are being mushed against the glass. Yes. And then finally he's pushing and pushing and crushes her head through the, the window. And that's what kills her. But it's just, it's thematic and, and it's creepy and does a good job with that. I think so. the main, the really the thing that's horrifying that I find yep. about this movie is Pumpkinhead in general. You know, if he finds you, you're not dying quick. No. At all. You're just not. I'd rather open the box and deal with Hellraiser things than a pumpkin head. No. Because <laughs> you're going to suffer forever with that. Yeah. But you're right. Pumpkin head, he'll, he, will, he could just snap your neck. Oh, no. That's too easy. Instead, he'll drag you to the top of a tree, tree. and hey, perch there like a per- cat. Yes. And waiting just for people hold to you by your head, yes. you know, until your friends come by and then go, oh, I let go. I'm sorry. He likes to let other people see the death. Yes, he he, he plays with them like a cat would. Yes, he does. It, uh, it's just horrifying what this man or creature does. And that's good. It, it makes him more malicious. Yeah. And, and works well. Because you understand that Pumpkinhead is not Ed. No. Ed just is witnessing Pumpkinhead's yes. head's vengeance. And I think the way he kills that way, it shows more that he, you know, he's a demon, but he's a demon of vengeance. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's going to make the people who wronged you suffer and then kill them. Mm-hmm. And lastly, the thing for me is just the fact that Ed has to witness all these deaths he killed. Yes, he, he, and he feel him, I think. He feels him, yeah. He, you see him like twisting and, and, and suffering, and it's not going to go well for Ed. It makes me wonder what would happen if, if when Pumpkinhead finally kills all the kids. You know, I don't know. Because the other thing that pushes Ed on is the fact that with the Pumpkinhead vengeance, if you help somebody who's being hunted by Pumpkinhead, you're now part of it and you can't get out of it. And so when young Bunt decides to help the last two tourists, right, he involves himself and now he and his family are in danger. Fair, yeah. He's fair game. And, and so now Ed really has to step up his game. It was good. Anything else you want to add? Um, I can't think of anything offhand right now. So before we get to final thoughts, I haven't seen them, but I understand that there are multiple sequels to this movie. Yes, there is. Have you seen any of them? I've seen pumpkin head two. Okay. And I think I seen the first five minutes of three. That, that should tell you what uh, I need to know. The, the way the movies change, yes. the whole storyline of him being a demon of vengeance yes. and the sequel is no longer there. It's really strange. Okay. We'll probably get to that later on. Maybe we'll have to get into that. Yeah. And uh, three, I think he goes back to being a demon of vengeance. And then the fourth one was a complete, I think, a grab for money from the sci-fi channel because it's just bad. <laughs> no, not the sci-fi channel. <laughs> yeah. Sharktopus versus Tyrannosaurus or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you had shocked a puss first werewolf. Well, there it is. Werewolf. I know. One of them. Yes. <laughs> Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I love this movie. This is what probably, if I got to make a list of top five favorite horror movies, it would at least be in five or higher. Okay. It's definitely it'd be in my top 10. I think um, it's a, it's a fun movie. It's a good movie. It makes you think it's not very gory. It's not even particularly tense or scary. It's just a good story about people. The fact they got Lance Henriksen in this thing and he just sells the yes, hell he out of his character, both as the loving father and then as the tormented holder of the vengeance demon. So I liked it. Um, I, it's a great movie. Go see this movie. Go, go get this movie. You could, I, it's right now it's only available on, I think like Tubi, but you can rent it from Amazon for like three bucks, four right. bucks. Yeah. You know, don't even rent it. Buy it. Yeah. Buy it. But you can buy it for like 15 bucks. So <laughs> uh, I'd rent it first. If you like it, then buy it. Well, Jerry, I got to go find a video game real quick to play. Okay. So, Would you drink the horror-flavored coffee, or would you watch this movie again? I will definitely watch this again. 